0: The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you
1: first, let's go north where the Northern Ireland Assembly has been summoned to meet in three hours time. It's about time for many northern businesses and citizens after a two-year impasse over post-Brexit trade rules. We're joined by Tina McKenzie, UK, UK Chair of Policy for the Federation of Small Businesses based in Belfast, to outline what this will actually mean in practical terms. Tina, you're very welcome. A lot of people will talk about a sigh of relief and a historic occasion and so forth, but for business what sort of a difference do you think it will mean to get Stormont back up and running?
0: Well, it's it's a big difference. I think uh, the first thing is that in order to attract investment into Northern Ireland, we've got to show that we've got stable government um, and a, a stable place to come and invest in. So that's really important. I think also there's a huge in-tray um, that's waiting on the ministers, things that the civil servants couldn't do. Uh, so it's two years without legislation. So it's all piled up. And if you imagine we're out right of this post-COVID era, there's there's just a ton of stuff waiting for them and, and stuff that really matters to business. So for like, example... Likewise, yeah. Yeah, so across the UK, all small businesses that were in retail, leisure and hospitality for the last two years have had a 75% reduction in their business rates. And they've just been told they've got another year of it. And that's because of the energy crisis, the inflation, the interest rates, the cost of doing business. Northern Ireland hasn't had that. And the businesses here are really struggling. Another thing is, you know, we've had huge floods around County Down. $15 $15 million put aside for businesses. Less than half of it got out because some of it needs ministerial uh, cover and approval. And the list goes on. A childcare strategy. Uh, the Prime Minister announced 30 hours of childcare for preschool children, and um, And that's out across the UK and Northern Ireland didn't get it. So there's a lot of stuff, availability of labour. It affects everything.
1: One of the advantages for the economy there of the post-Brexit trade arrangements would have been the ability to operate, you know, within the EU single market while still having access, uh, full access to the UK market. That should be hugely attractive for uh, international inward investment. Do you see Uh, Stormont making a difference there and how?
0: Uh, Yes, and I think that if we see what's happened this week with the joint committee movement, that was between the UK and EU moving along and saying that Northern Ireland can now avail of the trade deals. So, for example, the New Zealand ambassador was in Belfast this week um, and all across the UK, people had tariff free trade with New Zealand, Northern Ireland paid tariffs. And on top of that, we now have an agreement inside this command paper, which has been led by the DUP to the UK government. We we now have agreement that Northern Ireland will be an enhanced economic zone so that and there will be frictionless trade now between Northern Ireland and GB. So that whole internal UK market is clearer, which means that anyone wanting to come and invest here in what is an economic zone, means that there will be lower taxes. They now have the ability, they've all agreed lower corporation tax before. They now have the ability to do it. As you know, in the Republic of Ireland, it's around 15%, but some companies get 12.5%. We're able to match that in Northern Ireland if we so choose. And at the so end of the day, come, yeah, for yeah. sure. Star-
1: at the end of the day, am I right in saying Corporation tax and the idea of lowering corporation tax was on the agenda before. Politically, it just yeah. didn't happen. Stormont doesn't have tax-setting powers. So what do you think might happen now in, in, in going the extra bit to actually have a lower corporation tax rate in Northern Ireland?
0: I think that is one ingredient of many, including the Enhanced Economic Zone, including the accessibility of the UK and EU market. I think it creates a really interesting place for investors, manufacturers who want to trade in both regions tariff-free and without barriers. It's creating a, a really good recipe for people to say, you know what, it's great corporation tax. It's a great place to invest. There are other tax benefits. We've got access, free access to these two markets this is the place to go if you want to be near shore in Europe. But the last
1: time out, the British government said, OK, if you want to reduce corporation tax rates, we would want to reduce the subvention that goes to Northern Ireland and to the public purse there. That was sort of the trade-off that was on the table. That's right. And it didn't happen. Presumably it would head in that direction again. What would be different, do you think?
0: Not necessarily. In reading uh, the papers and on talking to the parties in London, and I do a lot with the parties in London directly. Um, it looks like that if the parties want to go that way, the UK government are signalling that they wouldn't be deducting it from the block grant. They would give them five years or so in order to settle that in and then relook look at it. So the British government are being very flexible in a way that they weren't before in order to support the restoration of Stormont, in order to support the economic viability of the region as well. So it's, it's moving in ways it's never moved before.
1: For a variety of reasons, Tina, there, there are, I think, an estimated 300,000 people in the north who are, are not available to work, whether it's through illness, disability, carers, students, that kind of thing. You uh, you work in, in recruitment, your CEO of staff, line recruitment of business there. What kind of difference do you think this might make in relation to jobs and employment and maybe getting some of those people back into the workforce?
0: Well, I have offices right across Ireland, so I see the difference in the labour market in the north and in the south. And I guess the whole island has an issue around waiting lists, but it's much worse in the north. Equally, there's a lack of a childcare strategy in the north to allow families to be able to afford to pay the childcare to get out to work. Um, so Northern Ireland has a lot more as a percentage of people economically inactive. Therefore, there's an opportunity to help upskill those people, get them back to work, and there's a whole labour pool there that hasn't been accessed. So, again, that's another opportunity if the executive can get the right measures in place. There's a whole host of groups there of talent that we need to get back into the workforce with the right type of structures.
1: After the absence of local government there for, what is it, two years now, how are Mm -hmm. businesses feeling about it all? You know, how, how optimistic are they? Do you think they'll be after today?
0: Well you know the thing about business people is no matter what's going on politically they get up out of their beds every morning and they go to work and in some cases with small businesses they're going to work not even paying themselves. That's what happened over Covid, that's what happened over some of the other things in Northern Ireland in terms of the floods, in terms of you know all the issues around the protocol etc they get up every day and they go to work because they they have to support their staff and feed their families and whether the politicians are in stormont or not they continue to go on the resilience of the northern ireland business community through the troubles through everything is just unbelievable well, they've it's... built it up over those years and they can conti- so whether there's a stormont or not they they get up and they grow and they continue to grow the economy and they continue to put their shoulder behind the wheel i think most people are delighted that stormont's back i haven't heard any business person yet to me say it's a waste of time. We need these politicians back because they can make decisions and legislation that civil service civil servants just can't and shouldn't have to do. Okay.
1: Well, that, that resilience has definitely been tested, but they've, they've come through it and I'm sure they're, yeah, they're they very have. pleased about uh, and have that bit of optimism for the future. Tina McKenzie, UK Chair of Policy for the Federation of Small Businesses based
0: in Belfast and CEO of Staff Line Recruitment. Thank you very much for joining us on the programme.